Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like a, hidden, a treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl a great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. The Gospel of the Lord. So again, we continue this Sunday, the part of the gospel in which we're looking at the parables of Jesus. So again, Jesus is very creative. He really wants us to know what the kingdom of heaven is like. So he teaches with stories, with parables. And so last week, and there's a, keep in mind there, there's two aspects to the kingdom of heaven. There's the here and now aspect of the kingdom of heaven. Since Jesus died and rose again, that the kingdom of heaven is among us now. But there's also very much a future aspect of the kingdom of heaven. When in the next life for all eternity, we'll be face to face with our God. And that's an important aspect as well. So again, last week, the parables were about the here and now aspect of the kingdom of heaven. You know, the weeds and the wheat, Jesus teaching that there's, yeah, good and evil coexist. But then we, we know that uh, good always triumphs. And then last week, we also had the image of the mustard seed, reminding us that even the the most simple or vulnerable with God's strength can make a huge difference in the world. So I like to look at the parables today as ones that are very future-oriented. So much to the future that they really tell us about Jesus in the kingdom of heaven, the one that is for all eternity. So the parables today invite us to focus on the God we will meet when we pass from this world into the next life and are with our God for all eternity. So go again to this, to the parables. They, they all tell us something different about the future kingdom of heaven. We have, first of all, the the treasure hidden in a field. And the person goes and sells all they have, sacrifices all they have for that treasure. Now 
imagine this angle. That maybe that represents a lot about Jesus' ministry. Imagine that Jesus is the merchant and we are his treasure. And he'll sacrifice anything for us. We should know that already. We look at the cross. So that means when we meet Jesus face to face, when we, when we enter into eternity, that there'll be a huge smile on his face. He might say many things like, Welcome home. I missed you. Come on in, I paid the price for you, here's your ticket. So when Jesus tells the parable about the uh, great price, and we understand that he's the one that pays the price for us for all eternity, we can't help but smile and look forward to that moment. Me, we are the great treasure. Or look at the next parable. The next parable, Jesus uh, is, uh, is all about searching, wanting us. Never stop searching for us. And so very much there's a, a future aspect to that. That when we meet God face to face, God might say something like, I've been searching for you all over glad you're with me now. Good example in that first reading, the Lord appears to Solomon. Take note, he appears in a dream. We're pretty passive when we're sleeping. And that's when, Sol when God the Lord appears to Solomon. When he's very passive. So again, that parable is about God searching for us, God taking the initiative, looking for us. Even when we are most passive in our lives. On Friday night, we had adoration of the Blessed Sacrament here in the church. A little commercial, we're going to have adoration every Friday. Uh, throughout July and August, so please do join us at 7 o'clock. But it struck me while we were sitting here in the presence of the, of the sacrament, of the blessed sacrament, that that image of God searching for us, even when we're passive, is so clear. During adoration, we are simply in His presence. And He's looking for us he wants us to be close by. So the God we will meet for all eternity is a God who has been searching for us. I think in so many ways that puts our minds at ease when we worry about other family members. Know that God doesn't stop searching for them as well. I think that puts our mind at ease in this time of pandemic and I talk to many people who 
you know, they say, uh, I have more time. I know I should be praying, but when I try to pray, my, I get distracted. I don't know what to say. I can't even be focused. The Lord is searching for you. And that's good news in itself. And so Jesus in that parable reminds us, indeed, our God is searching for us. In that last parable, very powerful, it's the parable about a net being thrown out and, and catching all the fish. That's a beautiful image, a beautiful image of the kingdom of heaven. God unites all of us. And those we, we miss the most who have gone before us will be united. And as Paul says in that second reading, things will come together for the good of those who love God. And so, when we meet God face to face, we won't have our brokenness anymore. Our love for God will be complete. You know, those that we miss the most in the future kingdom of God, when we meet them, our love for them will be complete as well. It's a beautiful image that Jesus gives us in that parable. I believe, I believe the more that we understand Jesus in the kingdom of heaven, our future, our eternal life. The more we understand that, and this is why Jesus teaches it, the more we understand that, the more effective disciple we will be today. Because all of our actions, all of our thoughts, all of our love will be oriented to seeing our God face to face in the kingdom of heaven.